127 on the mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry, 127 at FBC Bryan. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. We hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 what it do, podcast crew. That was the intro that I had planned. Oh, no. <laughs> they didn't like that. I loved I I thought of that in the hallway, going to get that XLR cable. <laughs> what it do, podcast crew. <laughs> that I'm, rhymed. It did. I'm so excited to be a part of your crew. Yeah? I think we're 0 for 4, so. 0 for 4? 0 for 4 on what? The intros. You no. think they've been bad? No, this is, he's like 750. 750? All-star intros right now. What was the Wait, bad so, one? <laughs> which one did I miss? I can't remember. I really do like him. What was the bad one? Yeah, that's We're a, saying he missed one. Wow. You went zero. What? You it, said he missed all of them. Yeah, you you said I missed all of the intros. They really you said like I went that 750. Bad. Yeah, this one, be a critic. this one wasn't it. This one, this one, this yeah, one this was the, the worst. Miss? This is the worst. No, this is the worst one. Hey, no. I like them when they're not People planned. People support me. What? You like them when they're not planned? That one literally happened two minutes ago. So basically, it wasn't planned. So you planned it two minutes ago. Still planned. No. Spirit led. Hey, speaking of your crew. My crew? What What were your friends like when you were growing up? Oh, I thought we were going to I know like your friends in college, but I want to know who you hung out with in high school. Just me? You were by yourself? No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking just me. Yeah, just T, your friend. You're T the one that well. brought. Yeah, not T. No. Oh, he, no he, had, he had a brother. Like his only friend was Scotty. <laughs> yeah, we yes, know that. That's me and Every yeah, story. Hey guys, I want to share with you a lesson from the Bible. My brother Scotty, that's how he does all of them. Every 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 message he gives. You want to know a story about Scotty? Scott one of Scotty. I my best friend growing up up until like middle school or high school was my brother. And then he he changed so much, like drastically. I don't even like it's hard to relate to him nowadays. And so out of middle school and high school, I I don't even know. It shifted a lot. It was a lot of a lot of gamers. I was a gamer back in the day. What are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> he going to say Fortnite? No, no, no. Cooper brought this up yesterday. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. That's why I laughed when he said that okay. yesterday. Um, because I was better than him. Um, shout out. And wow. Uh, what else did I play? I played a little bit of Fortnite. I won't lie. Facts. Um, what else did I play? I played. I played a lot of games before I was saved. Um, Call of Duty is one of them. Um, GTA is one of them, um, but those were before I was saved. Now you can't play them now that you're saved. No, it would it would cause me too much conviction. He did all of that and played hockey. I did multi sport athlete. Yeah, <laughs> e-sports, Ho- hockey gamers. <laughs> <laughs> those hockey gamers. Them hockey gamers, man. Them NHL. How'd gamers. you play hockey in glasses? I didn't. I didn't wear glasses actually. Did you wear contacts? We're not getting back into this topic. This is this is last week's topic. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. You literally now. can't see. It's I, a, no, no, no. Remember, remember, black puck, white ice. I can see that all day, but not well. It's still blurry. Exactly. What? I hit, How do you know it was I, a puck? I hit blobs all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would hit. <laughs> Swing at this blob. What position yeah. you play? I played right wing. Okay. And I was an enforcer. I there was there was one game that. This was in high school. This is my sophomore year. Yeah, and I know it's just surprising. The enforcer. He's, <laughs> I feel like only homeschoolers play hockey. What? We it was a high school team, brother. I'm from East Texas too. Yeah, <laughs> y'all don't have ice in East yeah. Texas. This is a different thing. Yeah. So we had we had teams basically every district because we didn't have a lot of people at each high school. Um, because I'm from Houston, so it's like mm-hmm. very few and far between. So it was like the Klein ISD school district was one team, and then. Conroe ISD was a team. And yeah. so basically one game in, in my sophomore year, 
I I don't know. Something something was up with me that day. I really don't know what it was. It was probably the same energy when I was here freshman year, like my first week playing volleyball, like screaming my head off. Yeah. And uh, I just, I literally went up to this guy along the boards. It was right in front of our bench, flipped him up and over into our bench. Team goes wild. We still lost the game, but I was an enforcer back in the day. This, this man. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> The people who've seen you before are like, I need to see this in action. It's like a dog when they hear a high-pitched noise and their head turns sideways. Like, what? Straight dog. High-pitched voice. Maybe a broom ball. You know me. We'll see that coming Broom ball about to be lit. Go good. Lit. Wow. Wow. Digging into the mystery that is Zach is one of my favorite things at the beginning (laughs) of this. I ain't no mystery. I'm known by my community. That's true. (laughs) That's actually really true. One day we're just going to, we're just going to grill you of all things like your, your upbringing. You've mentioned it a couple of times. Like, Hey, one day we'll really dive into my story. Yeah. Today's not that day. Today's not that day. Today we actually week, I don't know what week are we in? Five, four, five. Episode five. Episode five. Yep. Um, that's kind of the fourth, like non intro, Mm -hmm. um, week we, uh, every four or so we want to bring on a special guest. And I would say, honestly, at this church on our staff, um, and we'll see how many people are listening based off how many conversations I've had after this, but but probably the most special guest of people on the staff for, on. for one reason. Well, there's multiple reasons, but one reason. When we came in view of a call, this person um, bonded with our boys before like any anything else happened. She stopped what she was doing in the hallway and started playing. I think it was heads up on her phone with our kids just to entertain mm-hmm. them. And it was just a sweet like... Uh, gesture, but I don't even know if it's a gesture. It's just like a natural reaction to, Hey, here's somebody new. And I kind of know why they're here, but I want to make them feel loved. And it was before we were hired or before they even offered us a job. And it was, it was a super sweet moment for us to go. That's one of our people. If we're here, that's one of our people. And if you don't know who this is, it is Renee Brady. Renee. Hey, what's up? Happy to be here. (laughs) I don't don't think I knew that story. So that's, I mean, I remember that, but I didn't know the other side of it. So yeah, that's really we, fun. We, we, uh, we walked away and it was one of the first things that we talked about. I was like, did you notice? Um, because we've been, we've been at incredible churches, um, with incredible children's ministries, but nothing like that has ever happened, um, to us, especially like on the staff front. Uh, so it was kind of, it was kind of a sweet moment for us. So high five from across the table. There you go. That's cool. awesome. Well, as a, I don't even, I, I hate this word, but as an initiation, gosh, that sounds terrible. We got a little bit of a fun activity that T is going to do. He says every single special guest, and he thinks he's going to go undefeated in this. I I, I, I agree. I disagree. Um, I think you're going to get beat week one, um, but I'm not going to have bias in when I judge this, okay? That's false. It's not false. We'll see. Um, but you, you could probably do a better job of explaining this, but I'll try. This is best of... Choose, like your best ofs, whatever. It's just like a draft. Five. It's a it's a it's a five person object thing draft, and the the basically what we're drafting each week changes. And so this week we're just starting off with the best. We're drafting the best. Anything, anything that's the best. Yeah. Okay. It's easy. You understand the rules, John? It's pretty straightforward. They're going to tell me what their top five best things are. Awesome. Well, so I'm in. I'll let Renee go first. Okay. She can have the first overall pick. Letting the special guest go first. Are these going one to five? Not five to one. One to five. So one is your best best, and then we work our way down. Yes. I just have a list of five things. I don't know that I haven't necessarily ranked. I don't them. think you have to rank them. It's about okay. the overall. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So you go, you draft one. And I draft you, one. Okay. So alternate. And the whole five is getting judged, not yes. just one by one. Okay. So who doesn't love a good 
night's sleep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't had that in you years. Just right? it to, I think all of us average maybe four to five hours of sleep. <laughs> Wouldn't even you less. love yeah. a good, That's true. restful yeah. night's sleep? It incredible. doesn't even have to be long, but just like good quality sleep. The entire Restored college ministry it. went, yeah. amen. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> High school. That's impressive. That's a solid start. Yeah. My, yeah. my first overall pick, I think possibly, I'm going to take it back, it's the greatest holiday of all time. Christmas. Christmas. You can't beat Christmas. There's okay. not a holiday better than Christmas. I won't disagree with you on that. Love Christmas. What about Mother's Day, Renee? Is it better? I don't think so. You're okay. celebrating mm. your children on Mother's Day. T has some weird thoughts about this that I don't think we want to get into <laughs> at all. Um, He's especially so, he looks with, so confused right now. Especially with no. Renee in the room. Well, Christmas is fun too because it's not, it is a day, but it's like, more than a day. It's a whole season of yeah. stuff. That's what about fun. Easter? Easter is awesome. Yeah, I brought Jesus into this. Yeah, dude. Right? I don't know. That's my challenge to your number one, but <laughs> it's not bad. Christmas is a <laughs> solid consider play. consider Easter a holiday. <laughs> okay, my number two, yep. or my second one, live sporting events. Mm, that's a good word. So, th- oh. I'm not going to do it because someone made a bet in the dog's chat that we'd bring this up and I'm going to not bring it up. So I can't say anything about some sort of series happening right now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. Are you, Can I are you, bring it up? Are you talking live like at the game or live watching on TV? Live at the game. Okay. Because... You, you don't have to bring it up then because you can't afford these tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I got to go to game five what? of oh, the stop. World Series. Mm-hmm. Was that 2017? 2017. Yes. Oh, the year that we won? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. Dude, um, we looked at ticket prices for my dad. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Did you hear that noise in the mic? I think I think that removes my number two pick. And I'm gonna renews or removes? Removes. I don't think I could take my number my number two pick was gonna be MLB. And so I think I have to remove okay. that because that would be a live sporting event. That's fair. So I'm gonna well, remove that. I don't I wouldn't consider that a live sporting event because ninety nine percent of the people that engage in MLB do not do it live. True. But I think that it's like a small, small portion Gotta of be that. I'm so fine with it. I'll remove Gotta it. If you want to keep it. Number two. Oh, oh she's going to one. Here we go. I'm going to remember, remember the Alamo, Texas. <laughs> you can't be Texas. Oh <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> What's better than Texas? Uh, I know, but did we lose that fight? <laughs> yeah. Who but approved we of your so list? Jonathan actually suggested that one for me last Man. night. Her husband is Team T. That's what I just heard. But, the Alamo. But it didn't make my list. Okay. I love Texas. But. San Antonio. Great state of Texas. Okay. My next one is trips. Like falling on the ground? (laughs) (laughs) Like going going on a trip. So a vacation, a mission trip, a road Mm. trip. Oh, you brought Jesus into this. Again. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was against the rules, but I'm for it. I agree. Well, she did say trip, so it could encompass a lot of things. I I didn't want to be too specific. Can you you sway the judges by answering the question? Would you rather go to the beach or to the mountains? I I can be honest or I can sway the judges. I need you to be honest. Beach. Oh. I think her mic faded out when she said <laughs> beach, and that's Jesus. So mm. so why not somewhere where the mountains meet the beach? Best of like both worlds? Like where you worlds? can see both. Where is, where where is, is that? that? Well, so like one of the coasts where you can like... See, like St. Lucia, there's oh, Galveston. may not be mountains, <laughs> not but there's like, like the like Grand Tetons. Yeah. I've, I've never seen that. That's pretty that. incredible. That must be nice. I'm, I'll take it. That's fine. With my third pick, I'm going a different direction. Okay. 
Since their rookie season in 2020, I will argue the number one candy in the world, Nerd Clusters. That's I don't know of pick. anybody who does not like Nerd Clusters. That's a good pick. I'm not going to lie to I'm you. I'm not sure I've had them. Oh, Like, I love nerds. What makes it a cluster? Oh, it's like the, do gooey? you ever have the nerd ropes ever? Yeah, I don't like the gooey part. Oh. Uh. I think I think if you try them, it'll change your opinion. Okay. It's not there's not as much goo. Yeah. Than as a rope. As a rope. It's like little bites, and they are. Oh my gosh, they're they're addicting. top tier. They are addicting. They really are. That's a good pick. Mm. I'm not gonna lie. It's a really good pick. So in the food line of things. Uh oh. Number four. I'm picky eater. It's gonna be good. Oh, I I don't know this cheese. Oh word. I love cheese. cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> just in my top four is, is cheese. cheese. What, what kind of cheese? This it don't is, matter. This is no. This is huge. I like, love. There's very few kinds of cheese that I don't like. Okay. But like Manchego cheese is one of my I've favorites. You don't know what that is. I don't know what Manchego is. I don't think there's a chance is. I can spell like a, that. The like only M cheese he knows is McDonald's. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> is a Amer- American cheese. I was thinking, uh, there is a there is a cheese that starts with the M, right? Munster? No. Mm. Mozzarella? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. That's oh, the word I'm looking that for. That one's, that I mean, meh. it's good on stuff and yeah. melted, but it's not a very flavorful cheese. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Them cows. I'm, I'm leaving the food category. Leaving. And I'm going to a person this time. Uh-oh. 15 championships, 55 world records. Joey Chestnut. Man, <laughs> I knew he was doing it, dude. I knew he was doing it. <laughs> Joey Chestnut. There is no one better what at winning than that man. Bro. There's no. He's theme. the best to ever do it. And if you don't know who this is, just just Google him because this year he won the Nathan the Coney Island Hot Dog Eating Championship while choking a guy out who was trying I to saw, protest oh this thing. He, he did that. that, and then he also like three months later turned around and won the Canes. Chicken finger contest. How many chicken fingers eat? Chicken finger. I think it was like forty-four. In how long? A ten minutes, maybe. I don't know. I think he. I mean, he had like seventy something hot dogs. So it had. Well, chicken fingers would be a little. He swallows those hot dogs whole. He's gonna look it up and come back to it. Renee, number five. Number five. Well, I've got my number five, and then I've got my alternate just in case. It doesn't. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my original. Trying new restaurants. I can get Mm. behind that. I can get behind mm. that. Me and John just went to a restaurant in Tomball called Every Bellies, and it's just loaded. Tomball. Baked potatoes. Mm-hmm. Also, Joe and Chestnut. And hamburgers. Five minutes. 44 and five. He had 44, 44 and five minutes. Chicken fingers. Tell me somebody's better than that. There's no chance. That dude, he would have had a heyday at the last you supper. Eat, you eat four in like 30. Gosh. That's... I haven't. I, I can't never thought about, about it that, that way. <laughs> I mean, you, you sit down and eat and like slow play this. He's just he's eating eight a minute. Oh my god, that's insane. Okay, that box Congo, combo. Congo, 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 box Congo, man. This your stomach. You better you better swing for the fences right here, bro. So then you know. Oh, there's so many that I wanted to go with. Yeah, we know. But I I think <laughs> I know where I'm gonna land. Where the spirit leads. And I think they are possibly the best to ever do it. I don't know anybody who doesn't like them. Everybody loves them. They're about to build a new building. I'm taking Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect as the best. I don't know of anybody who dislikes Dude Perfect. They're the best at what they do and arguably some of the best on YouTube. They're the only... Brody Smith is not near the best at what he does. No, he dislikes Dude Perfect. Everybody dislikes Brody Smith, so... (laughs) I'll say this. He has no friends. There, There is a pretty cool trick shotter who uploaded one video... 
<laughs> disc golf trick shots. It's the Taylor Brothers. I don't remember the name of the channel, but I remember no you one, showing me. No that. one does back, back road disc golf. Okay, John does. I know back road disc golf. <laughs> I designed a logo for it. They were trying to blow up. They man, wanted, oh man! They wanted to build that. Is that COVID dream? Back road HQ three. <laughs> COVID dream. I remember watching that, dude. All right, that's the summer. This is gonna be a hard one to decide. This top five because we have dude, they're goodnight, all over the place. Good night, sleep, live sporting events, trips. Cheese. To the beach where the mountains meet, uh, cheese and <laughs> trying new restaurants versus Christmas, <laughs> the Alamo, <laughs> nerd clusters. Well, I said Texas. Joey, you said remember chestnut and dude perfect. Where are you leaning, John? I don't. I don't. We can't go one by one. It's got to be a whole. Yeah, list. it's the whole list. Because I think one by one, I might be okay. Able to do it, but. As a starting lineup. As a starting lineup, I, I just have to be honest. Okay. It's all all I can be right now. Yeah. Um I'm I have really, really good friends that are just like hurrah Texas. And I can't wait for New Earth to wreck that. Mm. <laughs> One. Um but that <laughs> balances out made. like I can't wait for New Earth to wreck the beach because the sea will right. be no more. That's mm. gonna be a sweet thing too from Revelation. I'm sorry, I just went biblical on that. But all of the like the rest of them. Christmas is really not that big of a deal to me just wow. because it, it never was like growing up. It just wasn't. I heard that first. And so Christmas, Texas, I don't like nerd clusters because I don't like gummy stuff. And so Have he didn't, See, he didn't play the to the audience. Part. Watching people mass eat stuff really fast is clusters. Have is, you tried them? Yeah. And I don't, I don't like gummy stuff, period. Like I can't what? handle like Skittles. He's the first person that I've known. Things that like that is one, 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 it's like boiled bones, um, which is how you get gummy stuff. And I can't handle that thought. I don't know where you heard that from, but that's what that's where, how you make gelatin. <laughs> you can Google that also, along with your okay. Joey Chestnut stuff. Okay. Um, and so he almost went zero for four with me, uh, and then Dude Perfect kind of brought it back. And so, so I have to give I have to give it to Renee. Honestly, I the only one that I disagreed on Renee was trying new restaurants, but that's because I'm a picky eater. But you love cheese, don't you? I do love cheese okay. on the on that <laughs> plain and dry cheeseburger from McDonald's. You like cheese more than nerd clusters. Oh, if you had to pick one, man. the rest of your life, can you, you can either have nerd clusters or cheese? Oh, dude, honestly, think of all the things that have cheese. That's true. That's true. Think of all the things that have nerd clusters. <laughs> <laughs> so many gas stations. <laughs> this is this is a funny story. And then we'll we'll hop into this. But uh, this past Sunday night, uh, there were a few of us talking in the sanctuary. Daniel Lee bought a thing of nerd clusters. And was like, hey, y'all can have some. <laughs> Caleb starts eating these and literally just grabs them from him and eats probably about 20 to 30 of them, stretches out the bag and dumps all the rest of the nerds in his mouth. <laughs> and Daniel Lee goes, I honestly kind of forgot that was mine, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Caleb. So they're really good in my opinion, but cheese is really good. So make your pick, bro. I go Renee here. Man, you got swept. <laughs> <laughs> Over one, man. Over one. Over one. <laughs> it's fine. He said he was going to be undefeated, yep. so I've ruined his season already. I'm starting in the negative. It's okay. All right. We've, Can't we, call to come back. <laughs> we've wasted down. enough time. We have. So, Renee, um, real quick, and by real quick, take as much time as you want. Sure. Tell us, uh, tell us your role and maybe just like briefly your, your history here um, at First Brian, and then we'll jump into some other details. That is hard to be quick with. Yeah, but, go for um, it. So I'll start at the beginning. Furthest in the, in the past. beginning. Yeah. In the beginning. In the beginning. Not that far back. But <laughs> um, so I started attending First Baptist Bryan as a college student. 
So super fun for me to be connected to college students here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where I landed as my church home. I think one of the things that I loved so much about it was other churches that I went to, college was completely separate. And so this was a place where, and I was around college students all the time. So I loved being around families, loved being around older people and people in just different stages of life. And so that's one of the things that I still to this day love so much about our church. But um So I went here in college, and then when I graduated, I called it my quarter-life crisis as far as trying to figure out what was next for me. (laughs) Uh, Had plans and felt like the Lord was really challenging those. And so anyway, I ended up leaving for a year, went to Australia, and then came back. Um, I was supposed to just be home on like a break uh, while I was renewing my visa, was home for a month and a half, two months before my visa was not renewed. So I was pretty devastated. And then once again, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Um, At that time, the church had just started a preschool director position. So kind of children's ministry had grown to the point that they were separating out preschool from children's. And so I applied for that. And so I was preschool director uh, that moved into a ministry role after a year Um, And so I did that for about five years. And then I, our children's minister retired. So I was the interim children's minister while I was preschool minister and then went through that search process, did children's ministry for 10 years. And then just this summer transitioned into a new role, um, doing women's ministry and our young professionals. So our young singles ministry. So that was faster than I expected it to be. Nice. Pretty good right there. That was concise. I love it. Um, one thing you did mention was there was a year in Australia. I haven't even heard the story. And so um, what did that what did that look like? What was why were you doing in Australia? Why were you there? Why was I there? No. Um, <laughs> so it was just a total God thing. Um, and it's so fun to look back and see how the Lord used that time. But like I told you, I kind of called it my quarter life crisis and that I was trying to figure out I had planned, I was an education major, had planned to stay in town and teach and get a job here. And that was the plan that I'd always been working towards. And then all of a sudden they changed teacher retirement that year. And so a lot of teachers that planned on retiring needed to stay around another year or two. So jobs just weren't opening up. And I felt like I knew the right people. I felt like I had the good you know, credentials and all that kind of stuff, but just nothing was happening. So um, it was a season of struggle for me. And I just remember praying about it a ton. Um, And one night the Lord just really asked me the question of like, Renee, you are so focused on doing this one thing in this one place. Would you even have a clue if I was doing something totally different? And I am not a big risk taker. I'm not a totally different type of person. So I didn't really appreciate that question <laughs> at the time. Um, tried to kind of put it out of my mind, but it's it's um, it just kind of kept coming back and sitting with me. And so it kind of got to this point of like, okay, Lord, I don't think I would because I'm holding on to my plan so tightly. Um, but if you are doing something completely different, let's figure this out. So I kind of went through this process of looking into all kinds of different opportunities, um, was involved in some different ministries within the church. And so some of the staff knew that that's kind of where I was and kind of just really seeking what the Lord had next for me. And our church at the time had taken a mission trip to Australia. Our pastor went and had a great connection with the pastor at the church there. 
And so they had kind of reached out and just said, do you know of anybody who could come for like a year or two year, kind of like an unofficial journeyman type thing, come work with our church? Uh, Children's ministry was a need. Um, There were some other like outreach and women's groups that they wanted help with. And so um, our children's minister, who I took over for, um, she was one of the people that I was talking to at the time. And I remember going into her office one day. And she tells me about this opportunity. She's like, wouldn't that be awesome? And I was like, Mm. yeah, for someone else, that is an incredible Mm. opportunity. I will never, Mm -hmm. never do that. Um, So she picks up the phone and calls the pastor's secretary and makes an appointment for me to visit with him about this opportunity. And so I'm freaking out, like, there's no way I'm doing this, but maybe he can just give me some advice or whatever. So I ended up showing up to that appointment, and um, just in the course that we were talking, he starts talking about what they're looking for, and I can just see these little threads of experiences that I've had and things that I've done um, that I was like, you know what, maybe I, maybe I could do that. Um, so anyway, all that to say, that was a process, too, of just um, that was very scary. I had not been to Australia. I didn't know who any of these people were in my mind, there were no people my age who lived in this town in Australia, (laughs) which is totally opposite of what ended up happening. But, um, anyway, so I ended up through a long process. So in that process, we're talking about what this could look like. I get two job interviews with schools here in town. I get two job offers. Mm -hmm. And so one was fairly easy to turn down because it just wasn't the like grades and stuff that I would want to teach. And then the other one was like, the job Hmm. that and at the school that everyone would want to be at. And so it kind of came down to having to either accept that job or turn it down and say yes to this other thing. But it was all just talk up until that point in time. And so um, called our pastor and was like, hey, I kind of need to know if this is a thing or not, because I now have a job opportunity that I I will not pass up lightly. Um, so of course he tries to get in touch with the pastor in Australia who has gone on vacation and is not checking his email and is Mm. not answering his phone. Um, so our pastor at the time, uh, Tim Owens, he was, he was like, well, Renee, I think, I think we just have to know that we wouldn't have talked this far about things if they weren't serious about it, but there was no guarantee, which now I look back and I'm like, holy moly, thank you Mm. Lord for working all of that Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I called, turned down the teaching job, which was really hard, Um, told my family, which was also really hard. And then within a couple of months, had a visa and was headed to Australia. And so I worked with, um, they had like a children's ministry. They had someone who had been overseeing it, who had some health issues come up. And so I, um, I coordinated the kids stuff. They also had a Spanish church, which was super fun. So I got to work with the English and the Spanish kids and be involved in worship. And then they had some women's outreach groups. So they had like a craft and a quilting group that would meet like two times a month or once a month. And so my job was really just to talk to people, which I really enjoy that assignment. And so um, there was a group of ladies who came to the quilting group that um, the other ladies just, they were having a really difficult time building relationships with. And so um, that was kind of my job. But they loved my Texas accent and had tons of questions about America. And so um, anyway, I ended up kind of breaking into that group and ended up like having birthday lunches and stuff with them. And their kids, I think, invited me to their school as like, the Texan guest speaker. (laughs) 
Uh, They're the ones. Remember the Alamo. Renee the cowboy. Yes. (laughs) Such a good example. Um, But yeah, so anyway, just ended up getting thrown into a lot of ministry things. There was was a huge young adult group there in the church, too. So still today, wonderful friends that were there. Mm. Um, Most of them were involved in youth ministry, too. So I would help out with youth ministry occasionally. But um, I'm sorry. I know not my, not my favorite thing, but my friends were there. So it was fun. Um, but yeah, I think for me too, that was really where I realized that I was like fully surrendered to, okay, this is what I think the Lord has made me for. So I've always enjoyed it, always loved it, but now I feel like experiences and opportunity, like it's all kind of lining up. And so, yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you were in Australia? think I was like 23, 24. Yeah. So it was like right wow. out of college mm-hmm. kind of that step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I graduated in December with my teaching degree, which is a terrible time as a teacher to graduate. Mm-hmm. When no. did you graduate? With your December. Degree? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I was like a year out and then ended mm-hmm. up there. I, I'm trying to think of people, college students with their ministry fixing to graduate that if the Lord was like, Hey, other side of the go planet, yeah. go, even if it's just for a season. Right. And the door, I mean, for you, I guess the door just got slammed shut, mm-hmm. didn't get a visa renewal, mm-hmm. had to stay. Mm-hmm. And then, and now you're here. Now I'm here. And we can't get rid of you. Exactly. When no you, matter how hard you try. When you went, how long were you expecting to be there? Was that like something on your mind? You're like, I'm going for a year or obviously you tried to renew. So yeah, so, so like two years. Or so you I like, ended I up know. there in September, like September, by the time everything got worked out, I was going to leave in September. Um, and I remember I was like leaving on the fifth and arriving on the seventh. And I had a friend who was so confused. She was like, where will you be on September 6th? Mm. Like I just, just was going to cease to exist, but datelines and all that kind of stuff was confusing. But so I told him nine months cause I thought I was still going to come back and teach. That was still my plan. So I was like, well, I'll need to come back at the end of the school year, apply for some teaching jobs and jump in. But in the time that I was there, um, they had kind of asked me if I would consider staying and I really felt led to stay. Uh, so again, had a difficult conversation with my family about mm-hmm. that. Um, and we even worked with like an immigration attorney to get all of my paperwork and stuff ready. And then it was like, okay, you have to leave the country to renew your visa. So came home, was coming home for summer break, which was mm-hmm. awesome. I went like a year and a half, maybe a little more without having a winter, which wow. for me is awesome. So no, yeah, the cold set. No winter in Australia? There you is, it, but it's I, I was, I got there after their winter was over. Their winter is the summer. Yes. Yes. Because they're in the oh. Southern hemisphere. June, July, August. So, and then I came home for those months and was going to go back after those months were okay. over. So anyway, that was a bonus. Also. Did they have a hot Christmas? Sorry. Yes. So my birthday <laughs> is December 21st, yeah. four days before Christmas. Wow. Always wanted a summer birthday. You got it. You can also How wow. cool is the Lord that I got to That's have? Wild. I got to go to the beach. It was like the hottest day. <laughs> the the beach again. <laughs> beach meet in the it's mountains. Awesome. I love it. I respect it. What would you say was like your biggest like thing you took away from being there so long? Like what did the Lord, like what was one takeaway that you got oh. from the Lord being there? Or it can be multiple. I don't want to narrow you down to one. I think, I think it would be hard to narrow it down to one. Um, I think one thing, which is funny, I just found myself talking to a friend about just right before I came in here, but um, someone who's in college Mm. and just 
our plans versus God's plans and expectations. And I think in college, especially you have expectate, you have a lot of expectations about what's going to happen next, what your life is going to look like. Um, and sometimes you don't even realize that you have those until they aren't met Mm -hmm. or they get challenged in some uncomfortable way. And so, I think for me, that was like the first experience. Cause also up until that point in your life, like everybody's on the same track. Yeah. Everybody's doing the same, everybody get moves from fifth to sixth grade and sixth to seventh, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden you get to the end of college and it's like, there's no one next path. Everybody starts doing different things. And so it's hard not to compare. It's hard mm-hmm. not to feel like you're behind if your life isn't looking like somebody else's or even your plan of what you thought was going to gonna be and so um (laughs) he just hit his elbow after putting up a a fist or something i don't know what he was doing i thought it was an okay sign i don't know it was a i feel that okay Okay. and then i really felt that (laughs) um so yeah so i i think just as far as um i think it was the first point of me of really having to surrender to Mm. the lord um, in ways that I hadn't done before, e- even in the process of getting to Australia, I had to raise support. And so like mm. financially having to depend on the Lord to provide and just trust that if he was leading me to something that he was going to, he wouldn't have taken me to Australia and then just abandoned me there, that he was going to see me through that. And so that might, that might be the yeah biggest. That's really good. There's a lot, but. What would you say like now, um, obviously a few years removed from that, um, that time, but what does life look like for you right now working here at FBC, Brian? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's some news happening soon. Yes. Um, what does life look like for you right now? Uh, very, very different. So, yeah. so I was single during that time. Um, and also was, I mean, could I have done it if I weren't single? No, that was an opportunity I wouldn't mm-hmm. have had. So mm-hmm. also super grateful for, um, you know, Renee back then would not have liked me saying this, but super grateful for years of singleness that I got to just do what the Lord was asking me to do without, like, I just got to do it. There wasn't anything keeping me from Mm -hmm. it. And so that was, um, now I can say really fun at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes. So in that time I've gotten married, I have a little girl, Stella, who's turning five in January and we're also expecting twins in January. So on that front, things couldn't look more different. (laughs) Um, I've now served 15 years here Mm, at first Baptist Brian. October was 15 years for me, which makes me feel really old, but, um, also super fun that I've gotten to serve at one place mm. for that long, yeah. a place that invested so much in me and was my church home, like has formed me so much in the time that I've been here too. Um, and then two, to get to, to get to have three different roles mm. in one place mm-hmm. is weird, but wonderful too. Yeah. So awesome. I'm really grateful for that. We, we probably have, uh, um, we have all kinds of mixed people listening, but when I think uh, girls in our ministry, especially those, we have a, a handful that are wrestling with what ministry looks like mm. for them, calling life um, for their life, what that looks like. Um, and you, um, this this isn't a secret. A lot of our college students don't know this, but not really a secret. I mean, your time here hasn't always been this candy-coated sure. um, journey that was super delightful. Right. Um, and and so you can you can weave in part of that story if you want to, but thinking about 
uh, college students, guys and girls, but especially on the girlfriend who are wrestling with vocational ministry for a life. Um, what's some advice that you would give them based off of experience? What, what's, what's your nugget of wisdom um, that you want to you wanna speak out captured for eternity for people to hear? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> A lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, I th- I think so. Kind of, I guess kind of going back to that expectation versus reality. I think sometimes we can have much different outside expectations of what ministry is going to look like. From the outside, we can tend to see all of the positive, shiny things um, without just some of the tough day to day and having and anything in life, you're going to have seasons that are joyful and seasons that are difficult and seasons that you're not sure if what you're doing is making any difference whatsoever. Mm, Um, so, I mean, I think that would apply to anything, but especially in ministry, uh, you have to, I think you have to be willing, um, that you're playing the, you're playing the long, I mean, I say the long game, it's eternity really. Mm -hmm. And so, Um, I think there's a reason that I love all of the parables in the Bible that talk about like the parable of the sower or the seeds is my favorite. And I think because it's so slow and so much Mm. of what happens is imperceptible. Like there's a time when things um, come up and you can see that something's happened, but there's a long time before that where things, things have happened. You just haven't been able to see what it is. Yeah. Does that make sense, yeah. or is that too vague? <laughs> it it is vague, but it it's it's good for that. So zooming in, um, there was a season uh, for First Baptist Brian that thankfully I don't know mm-hmm. um, even the details of, uh, not because it's a secret, but because I just <laughs> haven't picked up that right. shovel, um, and our college students don't know. But but a season that was that was difficult um, pre almost all of our staff, except for you and David, David. Mm-hmm. um, how, what was it, what was it that allowed you to get through that? Um, when so many of the staff that were, were involved in that are other places or maybe not even in ministry anymore. What was the sustaining thing for you? Um, and I love that I have, like, I don't have to think about that and without it sounding cheesy, yeah. the Lord. Yeah. But um, the Lord made it very clear to me that I was to stay, and um, even at a time that I was praying to leave, like mm. Lord, wouldn't it wouldn't it be great if I met a godly man who lived in another town and people mm. would just understand that I was making this, not leaving the church, but my life has carried me in a different direction. And so what's funny is that actually during that time I met a wonderful godly man who lived out of town. <laughs> My God. And yet, right? <laughs> you married him, right? This is not I a did. different one. No, this is, <laughs> okay. this is John. All right. Um, but the Lord, so even in that, I thought, okay, Lord, this is you providing me way a way out. And um, he, again, was just very clear, like, stay. Um, and I think my heart was to help people heal um, because I would I would say that no one who was here during that time wasn't hurting Mm -hmm. and wounded in some way. Um, so to me that was like a, okay, I could, I can be here to help people heal. I can be here to help people move forward. And like, Lord, I know this is not what you want for your church. So surely Mm. you're going to do something new and I want to, I want to be here to see it. So that's not knowing if that would be the case or not. So it is super sweet to be here now 
Hmm. Um, and to see that, but so, so that is one part of it, of just knowing that the Lord had made it clear to me that that was what he wanted for me. I think what was hard was lots of friends, um, lots of people that I loved and cared for deeply who left. And I don't think could understand why I would stay. And Hmm. so that's really hard when it's people that you love and care for. And I, I care about people's opinions more than I should, um, but I think it was also an opportunity of, of like, okay, Lord, am I going to let, am I going to follow you <laughs> and obey you? Or am I going to be swayed by what other people think I should do? And I don't have to defend myself. Like if they don't get it, that's, that's hmm. fine. Um, I don't owe them an explanation. Um, I'm just going to do what you've told me to do. And so, so there were some uncomfortable conversations in that of people who didn't understand, um, why I was staying and kind of challenged me on yeah. that. But, um, but it also was one of those, like I had heard so clearly from the Lord that it wasn't difficult at the same time. Yeah. The, this may be a similar question. I'm So you've been in three positions at this church, right? Mm-hmm. And so I know that as people change position, I've seen it with an impact and even me here a little bit is changing roles as there's always a little bit of pushback when you step into a new role and typically be in children's ministry, it's with parents and now, and women's and young professionals, it's now that person themselves. And so, I, I mean, for your sake, I hope there's been no pushback, but I imagine there has been um, with that. And so like in those times, a little bit of pushback, whether that is from the people themselves, um, whether about be you step into that role, mm-hmm. being a female um, yeah. in a ministry position, what? how have you gone about that? Um, and I think I think this is one of those things that sometimes you don't see what the Lord is doing in you until those opportunities come up. Like I wouldn't have prepared myself for that, but I think um, from just spending time really focusing on who God is and who my identity is in him, then what other people think matters a lot less naturally. Like I don't have to work on that because um, I want the Lord to inform that more than other people. And so it's, Honestly, just kind of supernatural because I am a very sensitive person who want who wants approval, who wants people to agree with me, uh, and probably more so this last transition than any yeah. of the others. Um, hmm. Not many people whatsoever, but but there were some that Enough had an that issue hurts, with yeah. that, and so so there is a part that's like, you know, you do take it personal because it's you. It's who who you are. Um, But at the same time, like there was even a meeting that I sat in that was super uncomfortable. And again, it was just kind of like, Lord, I don't I don't have to open my mouth and defend myself at all. Like I know that I am being obedient to what you've called me to do. I have a staff full of people. And I I think that's something that um, mattered to me more. This wasn't something that I had like campaigned to do. I wasn't yeah. pushing for this. It was something I was asked to do. It was something that other people that I trust were excited for me to do and to entrust to me. Um, and so I didn't really have to, I didn't find a need to defend myself. And, and at the end of the day, if people don't understand or agree with that, that's fine too. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. It's good. So, so you made this statement and, and we're on the downhill of wrapping this up and setting a record for time on here. Which, oh, which gosh. Well, it's I'm a win. So. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's a, this is a win for us. Yeah. That we needed. Um, you said in uh, in the midst of the Australia thing and other spaces that 
that talking to people was the assignment that you just really enjoyed. <laughs> and we see that in you. Even people are like, I need to go ask Renee something, but there's always somebody in her office. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is which is true in, in all spaces. And and you've mentioned a couple things, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna make your life a little bit more busy, at least for okay. a couple more weeks while you can. Um, when you say that you've clearly heard from God, or when you oh. say that God was directing you into these spaces, or um, you're navigating ministry with the help of people, there's going to be a lot of people that go, I need to know more about that. Sure. And yeah. we would love to jump in for like 15 or 16 more minutes. But one of the one of the gifts, um, church, you need to hear this about Renee, is that I, I don't know if I've met anybody that's more available. And I'm not trying to make you more busy, but what I am speaking is to college students to go, hey, ask a question. Yeah. Um, and, and just like grab her even after service or in between there. You don't have to schedule a meeting, but just kind of hit pause and um, lean down and entertain Stella for a second if you want to. Sure, and please. then, <laughs> and then I'll entertain Stella. Okay. We best um, friends. Cause you might be looking for babysitters in the next couple months that are highly qualified, <laughs> but just like, or Hey, several. how did you know this? How did you know this from the Lord? how did you know that he was mm, clearly speaking mm. to you? Things like that. Um, because that's one of the things our college students in, you know, in this season, they're, yeah. they're directional. What does God want oh, for me sure. next? Mm-hmm. How, how do I, how do I clearly understand that? And so, so be ready. You open that up okay. and then I, I seconded it. So, uh, Well, it's, what's also fun about that is those were all the questions that I had. So, Mm -hmm. so, um, I even remember in breakaway, there being a series on God's will Mm -hmm. and hearing things like God's will is not a needle in a haystack. Um, and and he's not trying to, it's not a crisis. And I think that's how I was treating it. So now being on the other side of life and having some personal history with the Lord to see how he does that, like, yeah, it's exciting to get to share. So, Mm -hmm. Cash, that was all incredible stuff. That was um, absolutely just thank you uh, for all the wisdom that you shared with us today. Um, but um, hopefully you all find Renee in those moments and, and just sit down and chat with her with whatever you are wrestling with. And she will find time because she's just that kind of person. But we'll eat some cheese or try out a new restaurant. That, that, that too. <laughs> That's cheese. good advice. <laughs> cheese serving restaurants. A cheese restaurant. Oh, we love it. Well, we will see you guys next week on another episode of 127 on the mic. See ya. Nothing. Ghost Rose. <laughs> <laughs>